Welcome to the Broken Sun. I guess we are at two dice then. Is that where we left off? I'm here for it. Okay. Oh, no. There is something that will give you one more die. Oh, it's a smuggling mission, Ooh. isn't it? It's a smuggling mission. Hey, the getaway. Okay. Let's submit. That's... Oh, there we go. Five. A five. Okay. Risky situation to begin with. As normal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Better than the alternative of desperate. Always risky standard. Until we get desperate group. Good friend. That should be the tagline for the season, a risky standard. <laughs> That's us, the risky standard, my favorite mm -hmm. poker game. Uh, you spent you spent a while in Desperate last time. I don't know what you're talking about. Nothing happened. A lot of, a lot of time in Desperate. All right. So you get to the, you get through the, uh, the border to the inners without arousing the suspicions too much of the uh, Hornets, of Hornet Squad, because they are busy focused on looking for people in the air and you are on the ground or under the ground even so they aren't able to track you down you do however catch someone's attention there we go gonna tick that clock up to five with the fact that you are moving in a suspicious and unusual way through this area all right you get to the point where you decide you have to decide are you going to try to take the wanted poster probable cause orb through the checkpoint or are you going to risk it with the truck i'd like to risk it all on the truck Bob. what do you all think yeah I, I would say on the truck the truck okay uh, who is driving the truck i have no helm does anyone yeah, have saying, unless anybody had helm i do not but it probably does oh, this i am driving okay nobody has helm i'm driving i'm the pilot did, did okay. crate have helm let me double check you got him a point in helm i think or you were training to get him a point in helm okay but no no nobody has helm perfect there we go we're, we're letting jesus take the wheel i typically don't drive i don't know if you've noticed i tend to pop mm. okay so slip you are driving this maintenance truck Train. where is cd cd you you hide in the back and you don't talk <laughs> yeah cd was hiding in the back they're going to throw okay. a bomb at us <laughs> or, squadron or like trying, trying, trying to lay low in the back. Yeah, lay low motel. Okay, and Augustus, you're in the passenger side. I got shotgun. Okay, now are you hanging out the passenger side of your best friend's ride here? No, no. Well, I, okay. I tell you one thing that we do know for sure: I don't want no scrub. No, scrub is a guy who can't get no love from you. It's true. So you drive up to the security checkpoint and it is indeed a fortress. Like there are towering walls here that go from, you know, layer to layer. And the walls have these, there's just guns sticking out of the walls, just literally big barrel guns studding it. And uh, there's a big old gate at this checkpoint that as you approach, uh, the gate remains closed, obviously, because there's a little guard checkpoint out front that you pull up to. And the person inside is, uh, in a like a, a standard issue previous generation lad chassis maybe they were one of the people hoping for the new generation upgrade but too bad unfortunate how that happened yeah they've got a lad chassis and on top of their lad chassis they are wearing a baseball cap and the baseball cap has uh what's it called cbp on it core border patrol and they are just waiting there they've clearly got weapons you can see they've also got they're studded with amiibos, some of which you would recognize, some of which you wouldn't, that would kit them out with military-grade weaponry in the sim as well. So this is a heavily armored and armed person, and they uh, step out next to your truck. They say, uh, what's your business here? Hi, um, we're just dropping off a delivery for our good friend over in the core. Their eyes narrow at seeing your dilapidated chassis 
Mm. Yeah, I, I understand how I look. That's why my friend over here is going to be doing all of the talking inside. I'm just going to stay in the car, but we did, you know, manage to get something special for our friends. So we just want to make sure that we can get right on it. And I'm sure you can see that all our papers are in order. Yeah. Papers then? Papers it is. Who's got the papers? papers. I'll hand them the papers. Okay. He comes around to your side to get the papers from the window. He scans over them, uh, eyes narrowing again, and then frowns and says, wait here, and goes back into their little booth. How are things in the cab of the truck right now? I'm cool as a cucumber. Okay. A full five minutes passes. The person still has not returned from their booth. Are they in the booth? Hard to say. The booth, it's not like a glass booth. Um, I try to tap into the data stream around us and listen for any sort of communication talking about apprehend uh, the, the poopy maintenance van. Okay. What do you want to do? What do you want to roll for that? I'd like to use a tune to just become aware of any sort of digital chatter. Okay. Well, you're still in a risky position because that's where you started. And this will probably have a limited effect because you don't have a hard connection to these data systems and they are fairly well guarded but you might be able to glean some info out of it with the risky limited roll with your attune. Okay, that's a four. That's a four. Pick that clock again. So the Border Patrol officer comes back outside and goes back around to Augustus's side, studiously not looking at you, Slip, and hands the papers back to Augustus and says, everything seems to be in order here. Um, As that's happening, you aren't able to pick up anything on the Border Patrol scan that you do but you do suddenly pick up communications between Hull Patrol members and the Border Patrol. And the Border Patrol person, you, you hear like, hold them, incoming. And from the Hull Patrol side, which is a little bit less well protected, you hear, make sure they don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Border Patrol officer is slowly heading back into the booth to presumably open up the gate. It's just I have a bad feeling that they just called a whole patrol down on us. I don't think he's going to open up that door. Thoughts? Um, maybe we could teleport again? Mm. That's not something I like to do under so much observation. There's a loud rumble and the gate begins to open. That's interesting. I start... CD, uh taps on the back of the cab Um, in Morse code. Is everything all right? Gunned, but discreetly. But gunned. <laughs> I'm going to start taxiing my way toward the door. Okay. The truck coughs and sputters and makes its way towards the opening gate. Hold on. Hold on. As you drive into the gate, you see that you're in sort of an interstitial area here. Uh, As the gate that was open before starts to close behind you, there's another gate ahead of you, about 20 feet away. There we go. Killing field. And the gate behind you closes with a boom. It's not dark in here or anything. It's well lit. Uh, you can see a couple of people walking around, more Border Patrol officers and standard lad chassis from the previous generation, all with their baseball caps sort of incongruously atop their uh, robotic bodies, all armed. The gate in front of you creaks and begins to open as well. Cool. I look over at Augustus and just, all right, everything is fine. Continue driving. Okay. You drive through. And that gate, once you are through, closes behind you as well. Welcome to the core. Hey. It is gorgeous here. Like this is, there is actual greenery. There are trees, flowers. You hear and see birds and insects buzzing around. A squirrel races up a maple tree to your left. There on the right, there's a pond. A fish leaps out of it and splashes back in. There's an artificial sun somewhere. You can't quite see where it is, but everything has that gorgeous, real sunlight that you vaguely remember from your days back on Earth, if that's where you were from. People are walking around, arm in arm, chatting, having a great time. Every person here is in a human body. Most of the human bodies look like they are from the surface. Darker skin, darker hair. The, the features that you would associate with the people from the surface of the station. And a few people have older looking faces that are lighter skin, lighter hair, and so on. But everyone here has some type of human body that they are wearing. And who's got the pad, the tablet? CD, maybe. Yeah, CD. Who's got a... Yeah, so CD like cranes their head in through the... like. There, I imagine that there's like that window to the back of the truck cab and they kind of crane their head through and they're like all right uh take a left here the tablet turns on in your hand cd and it has uh, 
a flat display. It's not holographic. And it's got a, uh, a map that is showing you the directions to the safe house. In addition to that map, there is a, uh, a picture of the person to whom you are to hand this over. And you would probably recognize this person as well. Where did it go? Whom is this person that we recognize? Or is it just CD or... No, uh, the person that you see in the picture is a woman named Signar Bliss. Signar Bliss is a sort of a, another celebrity, basically. Signar Bliss is not a celebrity for being a singer or an actor or anything like that. Signar Bliss is uh, an influencer on social media. Um. So she is, you know, well known for hawking the latest products and, uh, you know, lifestyle blogging, that kind of thing. Lots of pictures of, uh, you know, their great vacations in the core, in the salmon and VR, etc. So she's a, a well-known, popular influencer here on the sun. Million, like a million followers. And in a city of only six or seven million people, that's pretty significant. All right. You do notice, in addition to the people walking around, in the, there are a lot of cops here. Yeah. Just all over the place, walking through the parks, riding on segways. Stop. <laughs> They're the worst. But, <laughs> Paul Blart. Truly, we must destroy this place. Um, all of the cops are cyborgs here. So they are, you know, not, they don't get to have the full nice bodies of the people they're ostensibly protecting, but they do get to have the, the privilege of living parts of their bodies. So you can see people with different amounts of human body in their, in their cyborg makeup uh, that are the different cops here. A couple of them notice your ramshackle truck coming in and start to walk over to you. Well, they start to segue over to you. Do they hail us? Because I'm going to keep driving. Uh, yeah, one of them, the siren that's between the handlebars of their segue goes, whoop, whoop. I taxi over to the shoulder. The two, one pulls their segue up ahead of your truck, the other pulls their segue up behind your truck. They dismount from their segways, they adjust their belts with the really heavy guns on them, and they uh, walk up towards the driver's side window, and one of them uh, raps on the window with a metal hand. Hello. Hi. Oh, uh, hi. Yeah, I was expecting one of those new chassis. Didn't come through. That's a shame. I'm, yeah, I'm a little surprised to hear that. What brings you here? We're making a delivery to our good old friend. Okay, a delivery. Okay. Do you have your papers? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, are you going to get your papers? Yeah, or I'm just going to reach for my papers. I have them, yeah. Okay. As you are reaching towards your papers, you notice that he has his hand now on the butt of his gun. Yep, just reaching for my papers right now that I'm going to hand to you, officer. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, you know. He looks at his partner over the top of the car. Augustus, you notice that his partner is now on your side of the car by the window. Hasn't knocked on the window, just standing there. Also hand on their gun. I'll roll it down and try to engage him. Okay, what does that look? What does that sound like? I'll poke my head out, and you know my chassis is obviously very nice, if creepy in that other mother style. And uh, but I think I'll just I'll reach two hand, both hands out, so you can see both hands. Uh, one extended as a handshake, and the other holding my very legitimate ID. Okay, he seems really surprised to see you in this truck with this other person. He looks askance at you, and briefly as you are poking your head out, uh, his hand tightens on the grip of his pistol, but then he lets go when he sees your chassis. And he says, oh, oh, uh, you're doing a delivery? My name is Augustus House, and part of my work around the inner, middle, and occasionally outer layers is part of a philanthropic charity investment back into the more marginalized portions of the Sun community. Though we might look shabby, this is part of a program which is trying to incentivize, you know, that entrepreneurial spirit back into the uh, underprivileged. And though we are starting out with this very shabby vehicle, we do hope to establish ourselves, or rather help establish them, to upgrade and eventually turn this into, you know, a real self-starter type of thing. Oh, okay. All right. CD's going to do the Morse code again, saying... We're like a free trade business, meaning like when I say free trade business, I mean like selling like things that the poor, impoverished people made, like these artsy folk, folk art things that we then sell to the upper crust as being like folk art or like, oh, this was made by, you know, 
that sort of thing that is a nice general sort of thing but it is it is a little like uh, you know like a 1000 villages sort of thing right um so you're tapping out morse code while the two police officers are surrounding the truck please don't do that no <laughs> you're right but this is uh in a flashback yeah that's maybe oh, something okay. established okay. So- in a flashback cd uh has talked to them you know okay. tapping. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what's that tapping coming out of you? Like, oh my gosh, that's crazy how my leg is just going. <laughs> okay, so this police officer is going like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Are you trying to, you trying to, like, get them to go away or what this, uh, Augustus? Is this something you feel you you want to roll about? Yeah, no, I'll roll. I'm trying to be like, you know, like, you know, this is, you know, calm down. It's okay. I'll pay a stress to help you. Okay. Um, What kind of action do you want this to be? Or do you think this should be? Probably this way. Okay. Is this risky or desperate now? This is still risky. This is still risky for you. And I think this is going to be, because of the way that you phrased it in a way that would make sense to this person, I think it's going to be great effect. Yeah. Make sure you add a die for the assistance from uh, Slip. Slip, how are you assisting here? I'm just chatting nonsense, like not nonsensically to the other officers. Yeah, I had to grab this old thing out of the, out of the broom closet, throw it together at the last second. Already gave the old chassis down to my brother, and so I just, you know, had to go put myself in the garbage. <laughs> he chuckles. Um, okay, give it your roll. Four is your roll there. Four is okay. the magic number today. Yeah. Okay, here's what happens. The officer is not going to go away, but they do believe you. So the officer is uh, hands back your ID and uh, leans on the top of the car and uh, the one on Augustus's side and says... Oh yeah, that sounds real decent of you. Real decent. You know, those those folks out there, they uh you know, if they were able to pull themselves up like I did, you know, from nothing uh, to where I am now, you know, it's it's nice of you to help them out like that. Uh if they can't do it themselves, which, you know, really they should be able to, but going on like that as uh the officer on Slip's side shuffling through the papers pauses and and uh says, "Uh, who'd you say you were delivering this to?" Signar Bliss. Signar Bliss. Wow, I love her. Yeah, me too. But we want to keep it hush hush. It's you know special delivery, little surprise for our friend. Mm. Yeah, doesn't she? Uh, doesn't she usually get her deliveries from Daintree? Deliveries? Well, for sure. But this sort of thing that we're delivering is, well, it's for a private party. Private party. Mm. You think you can? Uh, you can get me an invitation to that party? Oh, <laughs> you? Well, maybe. Hmm. All right. Well, here. Uh, g- give me your contact number. Sure. I'll give them a. Like a burner communicator number. Uh, he takes it and hands back your papers. I'll uh, I'll call you later, and you can you can give me the the deets on where this party's happening. And hopefully, I'll be in a nicer chassis. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, he winks and slaps the top of the truck, and it makes some worrying noises. This bad boy could fit four liars. Slaps the top of the truck and motions to his partner. They both get back to their segways and they merge back onto the sidewalk and they are gone now. Uh, uh, if I had bowels, I would have voided them. <laughs> Turn the car back up. Um, they're far enough away for CD to say something, right? D- yeah. Without trouble. Um, did you ever have bowels? Yeah. I mean, I was human. Huh. What? I don't know. I was just thinking it would be interesting to see what you look like as a human. Yeah, I wish I remembered. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> As you are driving on your way to make this delivery, you receive an alert on your secure line, your most encrypted line. It's from Terry. What's up there, old man? Um, the alert is text only, and it looks like it trails off and becomes gibberish in the middle of the message. And the uh, alert says, position compromised, moving to, and then the message ends. Mm. I try to unscramble it. Okay, how are you going to do that? Well, if Terry's being scrambled, then maybe I can create a feedback loop by jumping my mind powers through the communicator. Okay, what kind of action do you think that'll be? I'm hoping it's in. Sure. Uh, In this case, I think this, you know, you're jumping through the communicator that may have been compromised. It's going to be risky, uh, but with standard effect again. Risky standard, my old friend. Hello, Risky, my old friend. And I'm going to uh, spend a gambit, if that's okay with everyone, to push myself. Oh, that's fine. 
Go for it. We've come to roll with you again. Gambit was the best X-Men. Four yeah. is the number you of the four on your attune roll. That's not great, but it could have been worse. It sure could have. I've rolled worse, I tell you what. This is the best we're rolling this season. Let us have this. <laughs> yeah. The best we're going to do is let it go. Yeah, it's not, go- <laughs> it's not like you're not having a great time with these rolls. But we're not having a terrible time. No. But I've definitely called all of station security onto this vehicle by trying to do this. Eh, we'll see. Blow up the sun. We lose. <laughs> Is that a lose condition or a win condition? Or do we win? I mean, like, for Slip, <laughs> it's a lose. Hmm. All right. So, yeah, I think I, I know what I want to happen here. Okay, good. So, you are able to decode the coordinates. Uh, they are incomplete, but you're able to decode most of the coordinates. So it'll give you a general idea of where uh, probable cause is heading. You're not able to get any further information than that from the message. The rest of it is too corrupted for you to get, but you, you'll have a general idea of where the probable cause is going, and hopefully it will still be there when you get there. Uh, the downside is, as you are working through the uh, attune here, you catch the edge of something else, and you catch the edge of some psychic feedback. It's a very unfamiliar sensation for you because you are getting memory leaks from somewhere and it's difficult for you to say exactly where they're from and these memory leaks that you're getting are of just deeply horrible things that you're seeing in your mind in the memory leaks that you are seeing you are as far as you can tell someone of significant authority and you are ordering a group of soldiers and you're ordering that group of soldiers to fire on a group of civilians and just as the guns start to crack the memory slips away again. And as you come back to yourself in the truck, you find that one of the trees nearby is not in fact a tree. It's some type of power line or generator and it is on fire. And you're pretty sure you did that. And that's going to be attracting some attention if you're not careful. You drive along and another tree bursts on the other side of the car. <laughs> Augustus, can you take the wheel, please? I will grab the wheel. Okay. I'm going to calm down. The wheel um, slides from slip side over to your side, Augustus. It just The controls just switch places. Did you uh, catch some sort of case of pyrokinesis? Yeah, definitely have superpowers now. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I better watch out for me. I got powers. Calm mm-hmm. and down. All right, I'm okay. That's normal. You drive past another tree, and this one doesn't burst into flames, but you hear some crackling noises along the ground, and you can see that there is still smoke rising from the electronics embedded in this road, but they don't seem to be burning, just crackling and popping at the moment. Stop it, Slip. Stop it, Slip. You're going to get everyone in trouble. Can I doctor Slip to, like, try to assuage this trauma yeah why not <laughs> i think that's covered under doctor yeah is this a risky standard since this is yeah i mean you're this is this situation is not good it's risky because there's sparks and smoke and fire following your vehicle that you were trying to uh, sneak four. Four. yeah four again you got a four again okay we're coming um, up how which is even. which is actually pretty good for cd fair <laughs> <laughs> actually cd stands for critical doctor how does CD help Slip at this at this time? I mean, they do have some candy. <laughs> Can I offer you a chocolate bar in this prime time? Is this uh, like a candy amiibo, a candy plug-in? There yes. it is. I just I just need some triglycerides. <laughs> um. Yes, but it's it's candy. But the thing is, like, I if I want to say what the downside is, is that has some sort of soothing effect like and maybe it works a little too well all right the candy helps uh you calm down slip and you stop causing this feedback in the in the world around you but i think you take the level one harm sedated yeah honestly i needed to calm down that's fair Eh, it's better than slapping you Ugh, i hate when people do that definitely don't hit me that would be bad 
Never slap someone who's having a panic attack. Yeah, literally no. the worst. Give them a candy bar. Might help ground them. You never know. Way, way a better way better response. response. I yeah. must say, in the continuum of things that you could do. All right. I think uh, you get to the. I think you get to the address without any further incident at this point. Oh yeah, but CD like when it says five minutes away, that's when CD like boops in like the ping like. Mm-hmm messaging you yeah you know yeah it goes through and you get a confirmation ping back uh you pull up to the back door of a decent looking house you haven't gotten to the mansions part of the core yet but it's like a you know it's a freestanding house here four bedroom two bath yeah two and a half bath you know luxury two two story house nice uh you know green tiled roof painted white of course little fence around a yard positively idyllic Mm -hmm. it's very nice it's it's becoming more and more clear i mean probably only augustus has spent much time in the core before i've literally never been here yet so would be just augustus i mean the question is like how long the core has been like this because cd might have been here a long time ago but not for a very long time you know it's it's fairly clear to you where a lot of the resources that could be spent making sure everyone is living in a degree of comfort are going instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You pull up to the back and the person who comes out is wearing a baseball cap and aviator sunglasses, but it is still very obvious that this is, you know, this is her. But, you know, maybe if she were in a Marvel movie, this would be a sufficient disguise. But to... Uh, All you need is sunglasses. It's true. But to, to those of you who are in the know, you know, you recognize Signar Bliss. And uh, she comes out and she is like she's built. She's like got a really powerful figure They're like bodybuilder. You can see she's got those glamour muscles that bodybuilders get. And uh, she comes over and I guess looks at the three at the two of you and the truck with decently hidden distaste i guess you know you can tell that she's you can tell that she has distaste there but uh it's she has the decency to try and look like she's not grossed out by this at least i guess you know you know what i appreciate that you're even trying to mask it low hurdles and she says okay so i'm gonna open up my garage here and you're going to drive this thing into it all right. Yep. Oh, I'm not driving. Can you back in? Does this thing does this thing go in reverse? Does it go in reverse? Probably. Don't shift the gear. We have no idea if it will explode. <laughs> I'll, I'll just pull it regularly. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to start finding maneuvers in this. Uh, she goes and she opens the garage. And interestingly enough, she's not using a remote or a button or anything. She squats down and pulls open the garage manually with a handle at the. And uh, Ooh, she's, retro. Yeah, strangely retro. And yeah, I guess let's uh, let's back that truck in there. Do you think this requires a roll or <laughs> can we just say you yeah. back the truck into the garage? Uh, desperate limited. <laughs> um, but can I roll a study to see if CD gets some weird vibes from this lady? Sure. Why not? You're still in a risky situation because you are here in the core. A cop could walk by at any time, and it's probably standard effect. Because CD knows a thing or two about observing people. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh! You got a that six. Six. That is the first yeah. six. Well done. <gasps> that means we get a gambit, right? Uh, risky action. Yeah, you get a gambit back. Okay. There's no really. CD read her like a book. Yeah, she's not hiding anything from you. She is genuinely just this person like she doesn't like dirty looking things she doesn't like old looking things she doesn't necessarily really like robot bodies or whatever but she doesn't seem like she's hateful or anything just no she's that kind of person well cd was more just like is this is something funny going on no this is says that this seems to be on the up and up as far as the up and up goes this okay. is a okay very very privileged woman who is for some reason that you won't know unless you get to know her um, involved in the resistance against the current regime of the sun. All right. The truck backs into the garage, she comes and stands next to the truck. And then she starts turning a crank and the floor of the garage starts descending into the ground. Ooh, it's, it's like the, the secret face. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, uh, 
is very secret. So obviously, you know, if anyone finds out about this, I'll know who to kill. Yeah. What? Not me personally, of course. I, I don't do that kind of thing. Puts the oil in its joints where it gets the rust again. <laughs> oh, but that would be a fun way to go, wouldn't it? Be murdered by a star. She rolls her eyes. Uh, a few more cranks oh, of the right. crank. I call it a crank. A few more cranks of the crank. There we go. And the garage floor. Revolutions of the crank. There we go. Uh, is now in the floor of a rough hewn tunnel. Well, it's actually, no, it's not a rough hewn tunnel. It's just a dark tunnel. And she says, okay, we're going to drive down that way about five kilometers. And then we're going to unload this box. And then you are going to leave the way you came in, I assume. That was the plan. Good. Let's get it done. Alrighty. So, would you mind signing this? Oh, I don't. I don't do that. Oh. It would be. It would risk my cover too. You know, if somebody found my autograph on your autograph book, how would we have met? Okay. You know, that's a good point. We need to call that up. Call that actor. And she looks. Uh, looks at you sideways out of the corner of her eye. He's like extreme king. Yeah. He's got to learn to keep it in his pants. You said it. But he does get out there more than I do, so it's plausible that he might have met up with, you know, your type. Possible. Didi is sad. Yep. You arrive at the end of the tunnel. There is a room here. The room is empty. There's a, uh, like a small crane. Like, I think there's a term for this, but I don't really know what it is. It's like a small, a small sized crane, like you might find. It's like a crane, but small. I don't, I, I have no further description for this. Small crane. Got it. Small crane. With like a hook? Not the bird. Yeah, it's got a hook. Oh, so, yeah, you put the uh, the ramp comes down out the back of the truck, and you know, she says, if we can roll it down out of there, I'll use the crane, uh, move it, and then you can be on your way. Alrighty. Now, uh, one thing I wanted to say is that um, if one could trust the outside exterior of uh, this package, one would say that there are uh, mm, organic materials in them. But one thing I would want to make sure is if this has organic materials in it, you do have someone who would uh, be capable of attending to these organic materials needs, correct? She pauses in helping the three of you roll the uh, box down off the back of the truck. Says, did you screw around with this package? No, we just did it on our purpose no. scan. You aren't supposed to scan these packages. That's not how this works. It happened when we brought it in with a, a thing. I'm sorry, lady, but if this is a human resource thing, I want to know if I'm dealing with human remains. Well, I mean, and, you have and, plenty of experience dealing with human remains from what I hear. He's got you there. Let's finish, please. We don't need to... I'm sorry. Did you ever go through medical school? Did you take the Hippocratic Oath that says, do no harm? How do I attach this crane to the box? <laughs> how do I? I'm just slapping when I it. Went how do I? When I, there's, you know, there's straps around the box oh, and like right. a ring and at the top. Just, you know. oh, I think Slip can I, see that. That's because that's not what um, that's not what she's she's not telling you anything at this at this yeah. moment. I just, I'm I, gonna. All right, that's that's the box know, says, up off the ground. I swore an oath centuries ago before you were even born. Saying, I don't know if that's. She might actually be older. You don't know that. You know, there's good. No. You know, I just want to apologize because. I, okay, fine. I swore an oath centuries ago that I would do no harm and care for my patients the best that I could. And that is what I have been doing every day since then. And just because. But that's not your patient. CD gives a dirty look to Augustus and is like something of organic material. I'm guessing a body. But you don't know that. You're making an assumption here. I am. For all you know, the organic material could be a big pile of shit. You're making assumptions, and that's not your job. And on top of that, you know, CD, there's a bunch of spoofs in that box. That could be a misreading. It could be a box of shit or apples. Uh, it's not Look, It's not an issue. I miss apples. Yeah. What do apples taste like? But the point, the, the point I'm trying to make is that I wanted to make sure, and that is all. If it has shit in there, for all I know, you're right. It's a Stroganger's cat situation. I don't know what's inside of it, but let's just say that there was something important. You could tell me that it's being well taken care of. Clearly, we're in 
a tunnel underneath the core and it's being taken care of by Signar Bliss. CD, please, it's fine. I. It's a yes or no question, Slip. Yeah. I would say it's a yes considering all the trouble we've gone through it and they go through it. Big ol' yes. Imagine what she's Look, risking. We're done. I want to hear it from her. I can't tell you anything about this. I need to get on the truck. Anything I tell you could make it back to the wrong ears, couldn't it? Say you get arrested. There's a warrant out for you, isn't there? Say they interrogate you. Say they download your mind and comb through it. They do that. It'll be bad enough that they see me there. Do I want them to see what's in this box there, too? No. You are playing in the ocean now. This isn't the kiddie pool anymore. You can accept that and accept what it means to be a part of this movement, and then sometimes it means you don't get to know things, or you can keep pushing, and I can't tell you what's going to happen if you do. I could, and it's not nice, and we need to go, because we've been down here too long already. Fine. Alrighty, let's rev servos, and very lovely to meet you. Yeah, she goes and starts operating the crane to lift the box onto a different pallet, and she says, close the garage door on your way out. Of course. Um, how hard is it to do, like, an internal memory thing? What internal memory thing do you want to do? Delete a memory. Mm, um, at this moment, basically impossible. Okay. I could do it right now. Slip could. I'll get there someday. Slip could probably do it. Uh, Augustus is working on learning how to do that kind of thing. The sodality of preservation can do it. Um, but for an individual, no. Okay. Like, unless you have a really powerful connection somewhere in the sodality or, yeah, no. Well, I will stick a pin in it. Good thinking. Or CD will. <laughs> I might take Are you... a pin and CD. There you are. Mm-mm. Okay. So on your way back out, you get a phone call on your burner. Mm, yeah, that'll be awkward if he's waiting up there and sees us again. Uh, smash. You don't answer the call? No. Okay. Well, well, which burner was it? I do have a lot of burners, actually. Wait. It's the one you gave to the police officer. Then no big smash okay all right we don't talk 5-0 kids sure so you are on your way back out uh what's your plan to get out of here you're just gonna in the, is there a, a closer gate in the direction that terry was fleeing no okay so it would be the one that we went through yeah your papers are for this gate then that way we go i guess okay i make sure to close the garage door good thinking uh you make your way back to the exit and a border patrol officer on this side of the gate comes out and says papers Papers. She takes a look at them, glances at, it's Augustus still driving? Yeah. Okay. Glances at Augustus and uh, waves you through. The gate starts to open. And uh, they're keeping the papers because they're a one-use item. So uh, she takes them back into her booth and the gate is open and you you head through. Both gates? It's always one and then the other. Okay. I just want to add that on the way back, CD has been eerily quiet. Hmm. No Morse code? No Morse code. No nothing. You drive in, you see a different group of uh, Border Patrol folks walking around in here. The gate behind you to the core closes. And uh, the gate in front of you to go back out into the inner starts to open. And then stops. And someone walks in from the side. And that person is holding a gun. And he says, so. No invitation to the party? Can't do. Sorry. It was invite only. Even I'm not going. Mm-hmm. He walks a little bit closer to the car, to the truck. You notice other of the Border Patrol officers look up and see this uh, Hall Patrol person with a gun, and they start reaching for their weapons as well. He walks closer, and he says, You know, I went and checked. There weren't any deliveries made to Signar Bliss today. You think she wants to be seen with this vehicle at her home? You going to try and make a roll with this? Yeah, I'll sway him. I'll help. How do you help? Uh, I'll just, I'll placate him the same way he did the other one. You know, I'll make sure to put both my hands out through the window. And, you know, I'll just say, like, listen, you are an extremely well-adjusted professional security officer maintaining order in the core. And even you were completely enthralled and excited by the prospect of meeting Miss Bliss, which is completely understandable. Now, given how popular she is, you can imagine the kind of effect that would have drawn if, you know, an official delivery for her would have been put on paper. Now then you've got people trying to curry favors, get invitations, maybe even get a look at Miss Bliss and whatever she had delivered. 
And, you know, that would have made quite the fuss. And as you can imagine, you know, folks like you and Miss Bliss, who have worked so hard to establish themselves in the core, you know, don't want to deal with that sort of thing anymore. Okay. Uh, so you said you want to do a sway? Yep. Okay. This is a desperate situation. You are surrounded by armed law enforcement, and they are all holding their guns. You're in a desperate situation. I think this will be standard effect. Is there anything else you want to do? You got one die from Augustus's assistance. I'll spend a gambit to push myself. Okay. And also, with that desperate roll, I level up my resolve. You will, yes. All right. No whammies. It's no a whammies. six. No whammies. It's a six. Yep. Okay. You can't see, but I had my hands like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get shot. <laughs> it's like white knuckle. And I'm not getting shot. So the officer sighs, and uh, you see some of the tension go out of his shoulders, and he puts his gun back in its holster. And he shakes his head, and he laughs. Uh, okay, I mean, shouldn't tell lies. You're right, officer, and I'm sorry. I'll let you off with a warning this time. And the Border Patrol officers start putting their weapons away as well. In the future... You gotta remember, we are the law, and you gotta respect us more. I will. He turns away and walks back the way that he came. Uh, You can see he's pissed off, but there's something here. Maybe it's in the way that you spoke to him. Maybe it's in the way that Augustus assisted. Uh, Maybe it's in the fact that there are so many other people here, even if they are people who would probably back him up. But uh, you've made it away from him today. I'd like to ask him his name before he leaves. Okay, go ahead. Oh, officer, you've been such a gem and in helping these folks, you know, learn the value of law and order. Just for future reference, might I know your name? He pauses, still not looking back at you. He says, fine. And then after a pause, Lieutenant Fine. And he leaves. Lieutenant Fine. I'll remember that. Augustus remembers that. (laughs) I start white knuckling the dash as we get out the second gate. Yeah. The second gate closes behind you and uh, you're off. Now, the bad news is you don't know exactly where the probable cause is. The good news is, I assume you have contingencies for this kind of situation. Yep. Where are you going? I call it a garbage pile, but it's where I go when I can't get to the probable cause and where I lived before. Augustus and CD, are you coming with to the garbage pile? Yeah, there, there is no, no peep of any sort of resistance from CD. I will go to the garbage pile with them, but then I'll go back to my office just in case anybody's keeping an eye on us. I want to keep up the masquerade. Okay, let's move into downtime. The probable cause is missing. Okay. But you have completed your job and uh, you get paid. We'll say it comes through on that on that tablet that uh, you were given. The payment comes through wired into your account. That's eight cred. So you can determine how you want to uh, divvy that up. Uh, two each and then two for maintenance. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. I, guess, I guess so. The maintenance for the ship we don't have right now. Set it aside. Presumably, presumably you'll find it. Okay. So that's eight cred. Make sure that you're keeping track of the fact that you can only hold on to so much cred at a time, right? Uh, eventually, you have to start putting stuff into, uh, what's it called? The stash. The stash. So make sure you're keeping track of that. You can also put things into your stash so that you're not holding physically so much cred at a time. It's it's up to you what you want to do with that. Can, can we do this like a free action? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. Just move stuff into your stash. And you're going to do the upkeep. All right. Heat. Zero heat, completely quiet. Others are blamed. One smooth and quiet, low exposure. Between the two of those, which do you think it is? I think it's a one because it wasn't completely quiet. Right. And your chassis, at least, were noted by several members of law enforcement. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. So one heat to start from there. There are also actions that garner additional heat and attention following. Plus one for high-profile or well-connected target for public use of artifacts. High-profile and well-connected target. You drove a weird-looking truck up to the house of a famous influencer. So that's going to be two heat there. Killing of hegemonic citizens or massive property damage? Nope. Illegal weapons use? No. Damaging a hyperspace lane or system gate? No. Two heat. Pretty good. So let's... Not the end of the world. We're, we're, moving, we're moving on from the tank job. Yeah. Yep. This is very low heat for you. Okay. Just make a note of that here. No murders this time. I don't know what you're talking about. Two heat in the core, seven heat in the inner, five in mid, and six in. You're not wanted. Well, I mean, you are wanted in general, but that's from other things. All right. Next. Clearing heat and wanted levels. Entanglements. All right. We're going to roll for entanglements. Three new friends. Hey. 
In like a good way? A neutral faction asks you to do a job that is either extra dangerous, pays little, or gathers more heat than usual. Accept or lose a status with them. Okay, let's see. Well, that doesn't sound as good as the name implies. (laughs) I I figured it was meant to be ironic. It's entanglements and friends is in quotation marks. (laughs) Curse you, Ashimovic. Okay, oh, that makes sense. Okay, what is the faction here that is neutral? Is there anyone that is either likes us or despises us? I don't know if there's anyone in the middle. You're neutral with a lot of with a lot of groups. Just because they haven't met us yet. <laughs> Entirely too true. What can I say? We garner extreme reactions. Where do we want to go here? No. Straight to the top. And then taking the whole fam with me. Well, I can't really have you with anyone military because your want your ship is wanted. But you individually okay. It's the diehard battalion. Military defectors. They are not all in with the resistance, but they are at least fair-weather allies. Their ranks seem to grow every year. Is Bruce Willie in the diehard battalion? Could be. So you get a uh, a message on your comms from a member of the diehard battalion, Scanline Crews, and the job they want you to do is smuggling weapons to them, and that is going to be... uh, extra dangerous because they want you to smuggle the weapons from section blue are you kidding Mm -hmm. are we having an active line or is this like a text message it's a it's a text at this time like on the on the the way that you usually get a job offer but it's coming it's coming directly to you instead of through terry probably specifically or somewhere else right now the three of you okay section blue Uh, well i could stick it to the worst man in the world Hmm. hmm The job offers six cred. I say we take it. Yeah, we need some heavy firepower backing us up. Yeah, the diehard wouldn't be too bad. I can think of a way to pin this on Tango. Okay. So you'll accept that job as part of your entanglement. That'll be your next job. I suppose so. Okay, what else have we got here? What's our next step? Downtime activities between jobs. Your crew spends time at their liberty, attending to personal needs and side projects. Um, you know what these are by now, right? Acquire asset, craft, indulge vice, lay low, long-term project, recover, repair, or train. What would you each like to do? I will indulge my vice. Okay. What's that look like today? And are you going with anybody? I think uh, if Slip is a manimal, I will go look at weird stuff with them. Oh, do I have weird stuff in the garbage pile? Yeah, I'll check out the garbage pile. Okay. You and Slip go and look at some garbage. Yep. Oh, that's fun. Okay. That's basically what I do in real life. <laughs> so you can uh, do your uh, indulge vice and then add an extra D6 to that. Do one bonus dice or? Yeah, if they have that option. Hey. You want me to roll another one because it didn't roll the bonus dice? Oh. Uh, do you have zero dice though? Yeah, it's because you have zero dice in prowess. So when you get a bonus oh, die, it brings it. Yikes. You, you clear a stress. I'm, I'm constantly at like four stress. Very stressful for me. <laughs> What can I, I say to you? A, a constant simmering state. <laughs> Looking at my previous chassis um, that I have sculpted myself and their empty shells is extremely calming. Uh, Slip, what are you going to do? Um, for my first action, I'd like to start a long-term project. Okay, cool. And that's find the probable cause. Okay. I'm going to put that at a four-tick clock. Awesome. Because you do have a lot of clues, Mr. Slip person. Given you all the clues. And there we go. All right, let's hope I clear this clock immediately. All right, let's scroll down here. Okay. When working on a long-term project, describe what your character does to advance the project, clock, and roll an action. So after we park the maintenance van in the garbage pile and throw a tarp over it, and the axles collapse and the wheels fall off, because yep. it was a temporary asset. Yeah, it's it's done. But this is CD's this is CD's new hiding hole. Oh, absolutely. Like you're welcome. This is CD's section of Slip's garbage pile. I'm happy for it. <laughs> so I um I take the encrypted communicator and just park myself at the end. Like I have all my previous chassis lined up. I just park myself at the end and okay. hold the communicator in my hand, robot hands and try to reach out with my mind to Terry's mind. Okay, uh, give it a roll. It's a fortune roll based off your attune, I guess. Here's hoping. You know, since I leveled up my resolve, could I put that point into a tune and then roll with three? Or should I wait? If that's what you want to do. All right, I've leveled up my resolve. I have three dots. Three dots in a tune. Nice. I am the mind. (laughs) It's a five. It's a five, which means we mark two segments on this clock. Done. All right. 
CD, what are you going to start with? Um, no, don't indulge your vice. No. <laughs> you have no stress. Unless I wanted to force my hand to play Crate next time. You can just say you play Crate. It's fine. Okay. No, CD always needs to be teetering at the edge of PC death. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, can I do a long-term... Uh, well, I don't know if that works as a long-term project to... Cl- to uh, clear my name. I think that's a pretty involved thing. What do you think are the steps that are involved? Find legal representation. Evidence. Those are two steps. So how can you how can you clear your name? What steps do you think you would need to take? If anyone has suggestions to help with this as well, that'd be good. I mean, we could try to find our contact's body. Or like, obviously, like, they'll come back at some point. Like, find out if they're popping around or where they are, because maybe I can bring them back. That that's one step, uh, or or we could somehow prove that there was someone with a bigger motive for killing them. Okay, yeah, do some research about this person. All right. So, what do you want to do first? You want to try to find uh, George Perry's memory? Yeah, I I think I think that's the first step. Okay, I'm gonna say that's a six step clock. So I make my own clock down here. I've got it, I've got it here. Okay. I'm just going to make one, too, just to keep it. Yeah, you can make your own. I've got it up here on the right side. So, uh, how are you starting? How are you going about this? Well, I guess CD would ask CD would ask Slip if they can, like, connect with this guy's or this person's core. That, okay. yeah. Well, I mean, it's possible, but a lot easier if I have something significant, like a communicator or a part of a chassis or the core itself. Didn't you frisk that guy when we... Yeah, I turned off the old alarm that someone left on his body. I didn't really do much else. I sort of ran in fear And after starting that bar fight. It wasn't the most inspired of my plans. What if you went back there? In the simulation and looked at any sort of Where echoes from it? Yeah. yeah. I could try. You know, there's a lot of multi-layer recordings that constantly going on in the simulation. Maybe it caught something. Okay. I'll help you out. Okay. So do a, an attune roll and add an extra die for the assistance from Slip. Um, Is this risky standard again? It's just a fortune roll, so there's no positioning in effect. You can put whatever you want there or just do a fortune roll with three die. Three dice, rather. I think you have two and a tuner. Yeah, I so do. three. Or just slash roll. Oh, you got there. Okay, a five. Yeah, that's not too bad. Okay, so we fill in two sections of this clock. So you go out there uh, together into the sim, the two of you find some wisps some echoes of uh george perry and like you're trying to follow it to where it should have gone into the memory banks kept by the sodality of preservation and you find that it has been somehow diverted you can't follow it any further right now because it would be much too dangerous but that gives you a clue george perry's backup didn't go where it's supposed to go okay all right uh augustus what's your second action i would like to start a long-term plan as well okay I want to open up a casino. Open up a casino. Okay. Uh, where do you want to open the casino? I think the mid-tier. Okay. I'm going to say that's um, a 10-point clock. That's a big project you're taking on. That's fine. I'm patient. And what is the first step you're taking to open that casino? How are you working on that? I think the first thing I'll do is uh, obviously find the venue for it. Okay. How do you do that? Do you like go out and do a study? What action do you want to do for this? You know, I think I'll do a sway. I think I'll ask around if any, you know, particularly beloved places or anything were kind of closed down recently. Hmm. Okay, cool. So give yourself a fortune roll with your sway. Four is the magic number. So it is. All right. So you got two ticks on that clock. All right. You hear about a club that was recently closed down for health code violations that uh, people in a particular neighborhood are really upset about because, you know, it used to be a place for them to go and spend time and buy drinks and hang out together and so on. So they've been uh, hoping there will be something that will open up in that area. They find a good spot, a potential. CD, what are you up to? I guess, I mean, is talking to someone a free action? Yeah, I mean, what do you want to... Are you planning to accomplish something with talking to them? Mm, well, CD had wanted to talk to the people at Phoenix, possibly, uh, their contact there. Okay. Just to see how things were going. All right. So 
getting in touch with Phoenix is going to be right now because you're wanted and they're a reputable corporation. But let's see, who is your contact in Phoenix? I think that it would technically be the body dealer guy. Jackiv? Yeah, Jackiv. Okay. Unless you can think of a better name. I think that was one of those placeholder ones. Jackiv is fine by me. If it's fine by you, it's your contact. <sighs> no, it's fine. I'm getting tired enough to not be able to think of a name. Okay. So say you get in touch with Jackiv and... Jackev lets you know that uh, Phoenix has put all projects on hold aside from the secret project that they are currently working on. So everything else is currently on hold and they will contact people who have been uh, in touch with them, have made orders with them shortly once they have more information about when production will start up again. Okay, so I guess that works for that. And then I guess the other thing, the second, unless that counted as the second action, did it? No, that's just the thing you did, not a downtime action, capital okay. D, capital. The other one was a uh, train. Okay. Uh, so what are you planning to train? Mm. You have a bonus on insight training on your ship, uh, but anything else you train, you get one experience for it. But for uh, insight, you get two. Well, would that not apply right now because the ship is gone? Um, I'm not going to take that bonus away from you for this downtime action. Okay, well, I will say that CD will train insight. Yeah. Okay, um, so you train insight in the ship's insight training bay. So add a tick to your insight, uh, your two ticks to your insight experience track there. Awesome. Good. All right. And uh, slipped, uh, had to go. They uh, they said that their next action was going to be to heal. Can I assume that CD will help with that? Yes. Okay. I'll just roll that for them. For them. Not the greatest, but uh, it's a start. Let's see here. That's the recover roll down here. If you get two, one more on the healing track Boop. why is it not there we go and clear sedated excellent anything else tonight i'll try to secure an asset okay what are you looking for i want to see if i can get some kind of maybe armored truck or large cargo truck for the next job okay good thinking something to transport it in another truck all right so you want to get a transport so uh roll your acquire assets roll crew quality so roll 1d6 you're getting assistance from somebody you can add an additional one yeah i don't think i'm getting assistance from anywhere okay sorry flash roll 1d6 why okay. what? that again okay so once again you are able to get like basically just a junk truck it will it will last the job that's the most we can say about it it will last the job uh it might you know stall or parts might fall off it's definitely not going to blend in anywhere because it doesn't look good but uh it will carry a bunch of stuff in it that's what we can say for it that's fair and then cd will get another clubhouse mm -hmm. okay let's do experience quickly and then i will release you all to your augustus um you addressed a tough challenge with deception or influence i think you're cutting yeah. off me okay did you address a tough challenge with deception or influence i did i lied like a liar yeah you did Okay, so that's one there. You did it a couple of times, so I'm going to make that two, which means you level up. Yay. So make a note you've leveled up. I'm going to clear that. Uh, you you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. I think you used your background for sure when you were using your legitimate... Yes. I'll put a dot there. And you struggled with issues from your vice or traumas during the session? Uh, Not yet. No. Okay, so make a note that you've leveled up in your playbook. CD. Do I just pick a new like special ability, or what do I do? You have an advancement point, so you can use that advancement point or you can save it if you want something that costs two advancement points so you can oh. get like one of your special abilities or something there yeah, look at advancement again yeah if you look at advancement it'll tell you what what happens there cd you addressed a tough challenge with insight or compassion i would say that the uh slip having a minor meltdown and then cd doctoring them to calm them down would count as compassion okay good. you express your beliefs drives heritage or background i think that yelling at the celebrity about doctor things would count as expressing belief slash heritage or background i don't know yeah background okay and you struggled with issues from your vice or traumas? Or well, there was the whole being on the lamb and hiding thing. 
So my question, actually, we didn't we didn't address your trauma at all. When you stress out like that, you add a trauma. Um, oh, no, that's if you stress all the way out. So you didn't do that. All right. So you don't have a trauma. Okay. Struggled with issues. Yeah, you did because you had to hide in the back of the so loud one there. You're close to leveling up as well. Maybe next time. Yeah. Okay. And I'll look over slips here. Address a tough challenge with wisdom or the way. Mm, express your beliefs, drives heritage or background. You struggle with issues from your vice or traumas during the session. Well, slip definitely had a tough challenge with the, or I guess trauma with the different psychic backlash. Yeah, I think that's vice for sure with messing with the sun and simulate. Uh, you address a tough challenge with wisdom or the way. Mm, I think the attempting to decode that message would count. Totally. Okay. All right. So that's two for them. All right. That brings us to the end of our session tonight. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. I've been Matt. You can also call me Arp. You can find me on Twitter at Ycaliber or follow the show at Broken Sun RPG. My pronouns are he, him. And I'm your friendly guide here on Stories of a Broken Sun. I was also joined by Keekers tonight. Yes, I am Keekers. I played CD and previously Crate Jones. I am she, her. You can find me at Twitter at Cat, And I hope you had a lovely time listening to us. I'm also joined by Velvet. Thank you everyone for listening. I've been Velvet. You can find me on the interwebs at OG Brown Sugar, as well as on the Flight Risk podcast and the Morty's Devils stream. And uh, I played Augustus House, the moral compass of the group, as usual. <laughs> Nobody says a compass always has to point north. And we were joined by Michael Blood. You can find them at Good Sir Blood. And uh, yeah, have a good night, everybody. Until the next time. Space Squids. Space Squids. Yeah, goodbyes and Space Squids.